Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. Amazing. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, your exercise, and medication decisions. All those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and a lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner. Zen Nicotine Pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime, which means Zen pairs well with you, your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Visit Zen.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zen. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Big thank you to our partner making today's crime stories possible. It's Lisa Mattress. Lisa's Sapira Hybrid has been named Wirecutter's best hybrid mattress five years running. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash Nancy for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash Nancy. Thanks, Lisa Mattress, for being our partner. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Bombshell, in the last days, a self-declared evil stepmom is convicted of murder after she helps her NYPD cop fiance shove his son, an eight-year-old autistic boy, out into the garage floor where he froze to death. She admits, quote, I was evil. Well, (laughs) I don't know if that would come into evidence, but it certainly should have. I'm Nancy Grace. This is Crime Stories. Thanks for being with us here at Fox Nation and Sirius XM 111. Making both sons, Anthony and Thomas, sleep on the cement floor of the garage until little Thomas, an autistic child, just eight years old, freezes to death. What was the nail in the coffin, the death nail for this evil duo? Text messages proving they were in on it together. Again, thanks for being with us. How did this whole horrible story begin? What do we know about the facts supporting the conviction, the guilty verdict of a classic evil stepmother? Take a listen to our friends at CrimeOnline.com. 
It's a cold February morning in the teens when Long Island police get a call about an unresponsive child, just 9.40 a.m. According to police dispatch, the boy fell in the driveway at his home. When detectives arrive, Thomas Valva's father is performing CPR on the 8-year-old. Valva is taken by ambulance to Long Island Community Hospital, where he dies. Doctors determine the boy's head and facial injuries are inconsistent with the account of what happened. What's more, the boy's body temperature is just 76 degrees. Joining me, an all-star panel to try and apply logic to this scenario with me. 27 years on Metro Major case, including SWAT, now turned lawyer James Shellnut at ShellnutLawFirm.com. Dr. Jeff Gardier, board-certified clinical psychologist, professor of behavioral medicine at Turo, at Dr. Jeff Gardier with an E.com, author of The Causes of Autism. Stephen Lampley, author, speaker, former cop and undercover, author of 12 and Murdered on Amazon, and you can find him at stephendavidlampley.com. Professor of Forensics, Jacksonville State University, author of Blood Beneath My Feet on Amazon, Joseph Scott Morgan with us, death investigator, and lead news anchor for WDBO, Ray Caputo. Ray Caputo, tell me who, what, where, when, why. Let's start with who. Who is the dead child? Well, the dead child is a precious little boy named Thomas Volva. He was just a little eight-year-old boy, Nancy. He lived on Long Island. You know, you, if you know eight-year-old kids, you can imagine what they're into, things like video games and playing with their friends. So this is a little eight-year-old boy who's into regular things like every other eight-year-old boy. I know I remember when John David was eight years old, living life with uh, his family, his brothers and sisters there on Long Island. And then we get a 911 call that he's dead in the driveway. Uh, Joseph Scott Morgan, death investigator. It was a developing story, and it was full of disturbing information. Uh, I, to fall in the driveway and get lacerations on your head and skull and die from them, that's one thing. But for your body temperature to be 76 degrees... That's a whole nother can of worms right there. How does your body get down to 76 degrees? Well, it, it, it all goes to environment, doesn't it, Nancy? So if you're in a contained area, for instance, where the in what we call the ambient environmental temperature, that, that, that air that kind of surrounds your body from above, below, and from the sides, if it is low, all right, and you're not shielded, your body's not shielded other than, say, your layer of fat and maybe a thin layer of clothing, your body, and this is horrible to think about, literally assumes uh, the environmental temperature or struggles to get down to that level because you can't generate any heat. Your, your heat pump within your body can't keep up. The little, the little furnace in your body can't keep up any longer. And so if you're talking about a small child, as Ray had just mentioned, remember, this little boy is only eight years old, Nancy. We have to assume he doesn't have a lot of insulation on him. So his little body is struggling all the time. And the, at the end of the Joe day... Joe Scott, you said your body is struggling to get down to the ambient temperature. In other words, the temperature of your surroundings. But I thought your body struggled to keep your temperature up to protect your internal organs. It, it does, but... Well, which one is it, Joe Scott? I mean, I'm just a trial lawyer, but even <laughs> I can hear it can't be both. 
Well, no, it can't, but there is a paradoxical, it's paradoxical that, that occurs. Your body is fighting, but you don't have the ability to fight, particularly at this age and with this low body weight, lack of insulation. So it's being driven down by the forces of nature. So you've got this paradox that's going, as a matter of fact, interestingly enough, did you know that there's a condition that's called paradoxical undressing? with hypothermic uh, people, they literally begin to peel their clothes off the colder they get. And it's this real weird thing that happens um, in, in kind of a fight or flight mode. So there's a lot to unpack here relative to how your body interacts with the environment, particularly a cold environment, Nancy. Okay, to clear up my question to you, I believe your body struggles, as you called it, your internal furnace, to keep your temperature around 98.6. It does not struggle to get your body down to the ambient temperature in the room. With paradoxical undressing, your body, in its effort, that little furnace you referred to, in its effort to keep your body warm, your brain starts thinking, you are warm. And people start taking their clothes off. I remember the first time I saw that phenomenon, Joe Scott Morgan, I, I couldn't believe that the person had died with hypothermia because they had taken all their clothes off. I thought someone had to have done that to them. But no, people very often start removing their clothes because their body temperature, their furnace tells them their brain, that they're overheating because the body is trying to overheat to protect the internal organs. Did I say that correctly, Joe Scott? Yes, ma'am, you did. And you're absolutely right. It's a, it's one of the, out of all the death investigations that I've conducted over, you know, gunshot wounds many times are very simple compared to something like hypothermia because it's not just what what's going on externally uh, with the body and those things that are kind of impacting the body. It's what's going on at a, at, at a psychological uh, uh, from a psychological perspective, somebody that's attempting to get warm and they can't get warm or they perceive themselves to be too warm. And so it's an interesting way we're kind of engineered and it's a very difficult kind of death investigation to conduct. And Stephen Lampley, author, speaker, former cop, undercover, author of 12 and murdered on Amazon. Steve, right off the bat, the cops think it doesn't jive because based on the nature of the injuries, the lacerations to the face and the skull versus the cold temperature of the little boy, those two don't jive. What do you do in that situation where you get to the home, you find a child who allegedly fell in the driveway, but it's not jiving with the manner of death? Well, Nancy, it depends on, on the injuries. And in this case, it's my understanding that the police officers saw the injuries. But it's my understanding when they saw the injuries right off the bat, red flags popped up. You know, when you fall your injuries are going to be in a certain location depending on where or how uh, the circumstances that you fall. Apparently exactly. Apparently in- these injuries right off the bat did not jive with a fall. And it's interesting, Steve Lampley, I want to follow up on what you're saying, to fall on a driveway, which in this case is a smooth, albeit asphalt surface, is different from falling down, let's just pretend, a flight of brick stairs. You fall down brick oh, yeah. stairs, you could get cuts, lacerations all over yourself. But when you take a single fall on a driveway, you would expect, for instance, one 
blow one major laceration or at least on one side of the face or head. Hi guys, Nancy Grace here. Our friends and partners at Fox Nation have an exclusive new movie out right now, Murder for Sale. In this new original movie, real estate agent Violet Becker is devastated when her best friend and fellow real estate agent dies at an open house. Violet is suspicious about the circumstances of the death and sets out to investigate. She soon finds herself in unfamiliar territory as she uncovers shocking truths about her friend's life and mysterious death. Starring Caitlin Clark, Julia Benson, and Matt Hamilton, Murder for Sale is available exclusively on Fox Nation. Fox Nation subscribers also have access to all kinds of exclusive programming, including the video simulcast of Crime Stories, Our Team's Special Investigations, original movies like Murder for Sale, and so much more. Sign up for Fox Nation to watch. Just go to foxnation.com. Don't wait. Catch this movie. It's awesome. Go to foxnation.com now to watch. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zen for a spin. Zen nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Ready to start your new journey? Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge. Enjoy Zen nicotine pouches for 10 days and discover a fresher way to experience nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. Here's how to get started with the Zen 10 Challenge. Simply pick your strength and varieties online and check out. Once your Zen nicotine pouches arrive in the mail, enjoy pure nicotine satisfaction at your leisure. After your 10-day trial, let us know what you think. If Zen isn't for you, no hard feelings. It's that simple. Order online at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com to start your new journey today with the Zen 10 Challenge. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Big thank you to our partner in making today's program possible is Grand Canyon University. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes we're endowed with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And the American dream starts with purpose. GCU equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's online, on-campus, and hybrid learning environments are designed to help you achieve your unique academic, personal, and professional goals. Offering over 330 academic programs as of September 2023, GCU meets you where you are and provides you a path to help fulfill your dreams. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. For those of you just joining us, a self-described evil stepmother has been found guilty of murder. Murder of an eight-year-old autistic boy, the son of her NYPD, New York Police Department cops, fiance. Angelina Polina admits in testimony she helped send her stepsons, Thomas and Anthony, forcing them to sleep in the garage at their Long Island home for months while she and her fiancé and her daughters slept nice and cozy in the heat-controlled temperatures inside the home. I was evil. I exiled them, she says. I didn't know what to do. Really? You didn't know what to do? You're engaged to a cop and you don't know what to do? And this went on for months? Now, it's a day late and a dollar short when she claims she did not believe little boy Thomas was near death. This was just before he died of hypothermia. His body temperature falling to 76 degrees. I'm not a doctor. I didn't see he was blue. That's her defense? Really? What more do we know? Well, the, a truer word can never be spoken, and that word is guilty. The evil stepmother of an autistic little eight-year-old boy follows her boyfriend to the pokey. Not just the pokey, the penitentiary. And I hope it's a really bad one. There was more evidence at trial. A woman named Tina Licari that's uh, the evil stepmother, Angela Polina's daughter's piano teacher, swore under oath she saw Polina have, quote, vicious outburst toward the boys. At one point, she even heard Polina mocking, making fun of little boy Thomas's autism, taunting him for not being able to talk. What a grown-up bully. A bully story ending in murder. The death of an eight-year-old boy. Take a listen to our friend Stone Grissom at News 12 Long Island. Disturbing information about the death of an eight-year-old boy released by police just a short time ago. Police now say Michael Volva and his fiancée Angela Polina left Thomas Volva in an unheated garage, unheated and unfinished, overnight in freezing temperatures. They say when he was taken to the hospital, where he was pronounced dead, his body temperature was 76 degrees. As we first told you, police responded to reports that the child fell in the driveway of the home. This was on Bittersweet Lane last week. but. Investigators say the eight-year-old suffered head and facial injuries inconsistent with those reports. The couple also have five other children, including two other sons and Polina's three daughters. So that's six children in all. What, if anything, can we learn from them? Take a listen to this. Was, was, was Anthony and Tommy try to ask for help, call, or when they were inside the garage, did you hear them? Um, yeah. 
What, did you hear the noise? Um, sometimes yeah. they were crying and they said that they really had to go pee. Okay, and what happened that they couldn't go inside the house? They had to hold their pee in. They had to hold it? Uh-huh, sometimes Angela and Dad stayed out all day and, and Auntie Thomas stayed home. But the door locked. With the door locked? So they weren't able to get out from the garage? No, but they had to hold their pen all day until they came back home. Did Anthony and Tommy say about this to any anybody in school? No, because then they would get because they would be punished for like three days. And and what would be the punishment? What what Stay will happen to them? Staying in room for three days, not going to be nodding and not doing and not doing anything. Mm -hmm. Getting slapped in the butt. Slapping the butt? Would it hurt? You are hearing the little brother. That's Andrew speaking, and he's being asked by Justina Valva if he ever heard his brothers in the garage. The little boy, I don't know if you can make it out, would say they would cry when they had to go to the bathroom, but they were forced to hold it in. The little boy, the little brother Andrew, says that the parents would be gone all day and lock the children in the garage till they got home, but they would be beaten if they told anyone at school about it. Take a listen to more of what the little brother has to say. Was there any other reason why Dada and Angela put Anthony and Tommy in the garage? Well, because they kept on peeing in themselves. They kept on peeing in themselves? Yeah, because in the middle of the night they had to go pee. Okay. And mom that wouldn't, wouldn't allow them. Oh my God. Okay. And then they kept on peeing in their pants because they weren't allowed to go in the middle of the night to the bathroom. And once I had to stay up all night just in the bathroom just to brush my teeth. Why? I had to brush my teeth. Because I didn't brush my teeth and I had to. And I almost stayed in the bathroom for like three hours when everyone was sleeping. But who told, who, who, who? You had to stay in the, in the bathroom? Uh-huh, until, until I was finished brushing my teeth. Who said that? Angela and Dad. Angela and Dad? Oh, my God. The voice you're hearing speaking to little brother Andrew is their biological mother. That's Justina Zubko-Valva. And there's more. Brace yourself. Listen to this. When Tommy and Anthony were in the garage, did they get any food from Dada and Angela? Only once a day. Only once a day? Uh, and what was the food? What, what did they get to eat? Just a sandwich, that's it. Just a sandwich? Uh, were they it. saying that the they stated that they were hungry? Yeah. So when they were in the garage, were you able to go and visit them or you, you no. couldn't? No, I couldn't. Why? Because I'll get trouble. Because they'll get trouble too. Get trouble too. <laughs> Did you ever see Anthony and Tommy on a, a video camera from inside the garage? Uh, well, there was cameras in the garage too. There were cameras in the garage. Uh huh. There was one at the ceiling and one like by the doorsteps. Okay. So when Anthony and Tommy were coming from school. They had to go to the house and then go in the garage. They got to go where? They had to go in the house to get through and then go in the garage. 
But for what? What was the reason that they were have to go in the garage immediately? Because they kept on peeing in their pants. Oh, God. But did they have accidents in school? No. So why, why? So if they didn't have accidents in school, that's because we go to the bathroom at school. The teachers allow them. Okay. And what happened at Dada's house? The opposite. The opposite. You safe now, Andrew? You safe? I love you. I can hardly stand to listen to it. Let me go out to the professor of behavioral medicine at Truro College, author of The Causes of Autism. We know that Thomas, just eight years old, was under the spectrum. Dr. Jeff, you know what? You and I have gone through a lot of cases together. But when I hear the little brother, Andrew, talking about what his brothers endured, here you have an eight-year-old boy that's wetting his pants. And you know, Dr. Jeff, classic sign, classic of child abuse. Of course they're going to wet their pants when they're put in a garage overnight. Absolutely. And so what we're seeing here are a couple of things going on very quickly. Uh, first of all, uh, don't they're not be allowing... Quick. Don't be quick. I want to hear every okay. last word. Okay. Well, you know, first of all, they're not even allowing them to use uh, bathroom facilities properly. Um, number two, uh, when just like any child, sometimes they may wet themselves. Here, they absolutely torture them. Uh, and as part of that, they are now, these kids are fearful, absolutely horrifically in fear, which then is that feedback loop, which causes them to continue to go to the bathroom uh, uh, on themselves. So it's a no-win situation for them. Uh, and, and the worst thing of all of this, of course, is the constant, and I'll say the word, the constant torture of these children. 911 gets a call that he fell in the driveway and died. But when cops get there, the wounds to little Thomas's head are not consistent with a single fall in the driveway, and his body temp is 76 degrees. James Shelnut, you were on the force for nearly 30 years before you go to law school. Way in. Yeah, this situation is just absolutely heartbreaking. You know, I've got a child that's on the Asperger's spectrum of autism. Uh, and uh, man, just to look at this story and read this story is just heartbreaking. You know, these kids, Nancy, are especially sensitive to things as well. The autistic kids are sensitive to touch, heat, cold sometimes, being yelled at. And, you know, that just magnifies the torture of what it would be for even a child that doesn't have Asperger's. It's just heartbreaking. To you, Dr. Jeff, you actually wrote the book, The Causes of Autism. You can find Dr. Jeff at Dr. Jeff Gardier, and that's G-A-R-D-E-R-E dot com. Longtime friend, expert. We go all the way back to court TV days. Dr. Jeff I'm just listening to what James Shelnut is saying. What would it have been like for not just a regular eight-year-old little boy, but a little boy that's on the spectrum of autism? Let's just say just a very mild case. We see that he's mainstream. He's going to regular school. 
But what would that be to be in a freezing cold garage at night, all night long with no food and you can't go to the bathroom or you'll be beaten? Absolutely. And James is absolutely correct that for a child on the spectrum, uh, having sensory issues at times or issues communicating in a way that uh, verbally that they may want to and that they're not able to makes it difficult enough for them. So this was a child, obviously, who may not have completely understood um, the reasons that he was uh, being tortured and that others uh, in his home were being tortured, but absolutely felt the effects and may have felt it a million times over, given that we know children that are on the spectrum, uh, on the spectrum look for us as their parents to protect them, to give them support, and to just have that warmth. And that was missing from the parents. Uh, certainly it wasn't part of living in a garage. Uh, and so what happened here was murderous, unconscionable, absolutely horrific. I, I it, it brings tears to my eyes as I speak to you about this right now. Well, I hope Shelna, Gardier, Lampley, Morgan, and Caputo are sitting down. You may need to lay down to hear this one. This is Our Cut 14, Jackie. Take a listen to our friends at WABC 7 New York. This is Kristen Thorne speaking. Listen. Prosecutors say investigators reviewed surveillance cameras from inside the couple's home and that the couple had a camera inside the garage that was labeled Kids Room and that two days prior to Thomas's death, video showed Thomas and his brother sleeping inside the garage, shivering. It shouldn't get to the point that, it, you know, my son lost his life to actually, you know, for, 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 for somebody do something. These two pervs put their children in a freezing cold garage and then watch them shivering on the nanny cam. Okay, do I have that right, Ray Caputo, WGBO? Did they have a camera focused on the garage titled kids room nancy you're correct and it's just astonishing because if you've ever lived in new york or cold climate you know that garages become freezers and refrigerators in the winter time in fact you don't even if you have soda you don't even need to put it in the fridge you just leave it in the garage okay gardeer we need a shrink what the hey They've got it on video. You know how many times I chase my daughter to make her wear a hoodie, to, to try to entice her into wearing tights or long pants and not be bare-legged out in the cold? Do you know how many times I go in their room at night and check the temperature? They haven't complained ever. But I'm constantly checking to make sure they're okay and they're comfy. And it just makes me happy on the inside to see them all snuggle down in their beds and everything's fine. I just... I just can't believe that they watched them on video freezing, literally freezing to death in their own home, Gardeer. That's right. And it appears that uh, the parents, Valva and Polina, what they were doing was they were getting some sort of creepy, eerie satisfaction out of watching these kids uh, not only uh, freeze practically to death, uh, but also the entertainment from watching the suffering day to day to day. These were obviously uh, not just murderous uh, uh, individuals, uh, but uh, certainly sadists uh, in every way one can imagine. Sick freaks rot in hell. That is 
uh, technical legal term that only these two deserve. To watch your baby freeze dead in the garage on the nanny cam and you've got the garage labeled kids room and that's not intent. I don't know what it is. You label the garage kids room on the nanny cam feed that you get on your cell phone or your laptop. But as you may have guessed, this ain't the first time. Take a listen to our cut 10. This is Kristen Thorne, WABC 7. It was no secret the eight-year-old had been suffering. CBS 2 obtained abuse complaint records and custody hearing transcripts. Those judges seemed like they just didn't care. Um, what about the caseworkers? The, the CPS caseworkers also, they extremely responsible for um, uh, what happened to Tammy. 2014 to 2019, 21-911 calls to Nassau police from the couple's Valley Stream home, mostly visitation disputes. 2015, contentious divorce battle begins. Court transcripts 2017, judge admonishing the mother Justina, who is representing herself, desperately raising her hand. He has failed to pick up our children 29 times. Stop talking says the judge, attorney for the children. I believe it might be time for this court to make a change in custody. Mother attempts to provide flash drive of documented abuse, children starving, accusations of physical abuse. Daddy said to me that I can't listen to you and can't talk to you. And I'm saying, I love you, mommy, I miss you, mommy. Why? And then daddy's going to pull me outside. Judge appears to wave away flash drive, not at this time. She's not complied with any order, says the judge, scolding Justina for failure to bring boys to court-appointed attorney and dragging her feet on doctor's evaluation. September 2017, judge awards temporary custody to the father. Order of protection issued against Justina without explanation or without being required an explanation. Oh, that's just the tip of the iceberg. Did you hear how many 911 calls there were? Take a listen now to Shirley Chan, Picks 11 News. My children were basically starved to death. Justina Valva can't bring back her eight-year-old son, Thomas, a special needs student with mild autism, but she can demand accountability from the child welfare workers and judges who gave custody of her three sons to ex-husband Michael Valva and his girlfriend, Angela Polina. What do you have to say for yourself? Valva said her 10-year-old son was also forced into Michael Valva's freezing garage. He had frost by on his hands, um, on his legs. The East Mauritius School District had expressed concern about the two oldest boys in this letter sent in April 2018. They were looking for food on the classroom floor, in the garbage. Um, they were coming to school wearing diapers. Angela Polina, a one-time hospital biller, also had three daughters living in the house. Gino Cali is dad to the youngest, who's now eight. I would watch Angela physically abuse her twin girls before the boys were involved, before my daughter was even born. She would beat one of the girls. I would break it up. Didn't get threatened that she was going to call police. How can a judge leave children in this situation? I, I want to go out to Ray Caputo. I'm hearing the children were visibly dirty. They were starving. They would show up dirty and hungry to school. There were all sorts of red flags, but nothing was done. Why in the world would the judge leave custody with this dad? Well, Nancy, I mean, they also smelled like urine, too, because they're wetting themselves. But you know what? The obvious reason is because the dad was an NYPD cop and he was in the know. I mean, I, I can't 
find any other explanation in that we have somebody who works within a system that also has people that are deciding on things that pertain to his life. So uh, that's the only thing I can think of. But, but on, on top of that, judges have a lot of work on their hands and they have to make, you know, this subjective decision sometimes. And it seems like this guy just, and the people involved, the, the, the different people involved, because it just wasn't just one person. They, they just, they, they took their eye off the ball. And it's just absolutely crazy what happened to this kid because of that. If you're a smoker looking for an alternative to traditional tobacco, you might feel uncertain at the thought of changing things up. Maybe you're ready to make a switch, but don't know where to start. Maybe you've tried vaping, thought it wasn't your thing. Maybe you've heard of smokeless nicotine products, but aren't familiar with the options. Meet Zen, America's number one nicotine pouch. Zen nicotine pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. Which means Zen pairs well with you, your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life. Because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Zen is a satisfying tobacco alternative that puts you in control of your nicotine experience, which means Zen pairs well with you. Visit Zen.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zen. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Big thank you to our partner making today's program possible is Grand Canyon University. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes we're endowed with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And the American dream starts with purpose. GCU equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's online, on-campus, and hybrid learning environments are designed to help you achieve your unique academic, personal, and professional goals. Offering over 330 academic programs as of September 2023, GCU meets you where you are and provides you a path to help fulfill your dreams. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. The trial raged on inside of a courtroom. Prosecutors revealing that NYPD Valva and fiance Polina forced little boy Thomas and his brother Anthony to sleep on the cement floor of a garage in their Long Island home while the temperatures outside sunk to below 20 degrees. The boys were forced 16 hours at a time 
inside the cold garage, no blankets or access to a bathroom of punishment as punishment for urinating in the home. The little boy died of hypothermia. And we find out that the NYPD, this is his bio dad, refused to call 911 for over an hour as his son goes unconscious. There were 17 emergency calls that were all explained away and dismissed. The mother in in court begging the judge, saying Anthony is sleeping in the garage. His hands and feet are bright red, Your Honor. He's not getting food. And the judge says, Miss Valva, move along. I can't remember everything you're saying because you're saying so much. She says, Judge, CPS, Child Protective Services, not doing their job. They're closing the report the very next day. And it goes on and on and on. I want to go to you, Joe Scott Morgan, weigh in on what you're hearing. Well, you know, the, from an investigative standpoint, Nancy, there is a lot that we can do as investigators to kind of paint the picture of what these children and not just poor little Thomas, but all of these children moving forward. Um, because what happens is, is that the body literally leaves you little clues along the way. And at Thomas's autopsy, for instance, when they were examining him, you know, if we can go back to those injuries that he had on his head, those aren't the only injuries he had, Nancy. I can almost guarantee you that they're not. So what you can do is actually age these in, these injuries. There's also going to be evidence of things like, in my understanding, uh, the word malnourishment has come up. You're going to have changes in the teeth. The teeth will rotten. Sometimes they'll fall out uh, because of lack of food. You'll get uh, receding gum lines as a result of this. And the aging of the bruising, remember that interview that we heard just a moment ago where mom was talking to one of the kids and she was talking about smacking them on the bottom. Um, Well, how many of these injuries have occurred and we can age those bruises? And then finally, you know, going back to malnourishment, and this is what I'll say about it. You'll see things with malnourishment. First off, obviously in Tom's case, you could see an absence of, of fat. And we people talk badly about fat. We need fat. We need fat as energy storage, and we need fat as insulation. This kid would not have had uh, this there, and you would have seen a diminishment. There would have been skin changes where skin looked literally like an old person, if you will. And he's supposed to be vibrant, young, Nancy, eight years old. There is something very insidious uh, here. Dr. Jeff had mentioned just a moment ago how – you know, they have these cameras in there and, and this picture that we're painting. Uh, Nancy, I want to use a word here. These people seem like sadists, not Satanists, but sadists, where they're literally watching their kids go into total and complete physical and mental diminishment. Guys, take a listen to our friend Jennifer McLogan at CBS2. Still, the three sons moved in with NYPD father Michael Valva and fiance Angela Polina. 2018 to 2019, 20 calls from East Marich's teachers to child protection hotlines. Missing school, black eye, lacerations, hungry, visible dirt on body, urine-soaked clothing. Father blamed this on playground mishaps. The special ed teacher wrote... 
not allowed to eat breakfast because they did not use their manners. Five Suffolk CPS caseworkers investigated the series of reports in 2019 and concluded did not rise to level of immediate or impending danger of serious harm. No controlling interventions are necessary at this time. Over and over and over, Child Protective Services drops the ball. Now, the mother says no one would listen. No one would listen. Even with the bio mom begging the judge to give her custody. The judge kept telling her to be quiet, stop talking, that she was the one that was not complying. Why? Because daddy was on the police force? Why has this happened? I want you to take a listen. Here she is talking to Christian Thorne, WABC7. Justina Zupko-Valva says no one listened to her or her eight-year-old son, Thomas Valva, about alleged abuse at the hands of Thomas's father, Michael Valva. You know, I always envision hell as being an incredibly hot, fiery pit. But I bet for these two, <laughs> Satan will arrange something very special and it'll be as cold as a slab. Goodbye, friend. Big thank you to our partner making today's crime stories possible. It's Lisa Mattress. Lisa's Sapira Hybrid has been named Wirecutter's Best Hybrid Mattress five years running. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash Nancy for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash Nancy. Thanks, Lisa Mattress, for being our partner. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. It's Dexcom. With the new Dexcom G7, you get better diabetes results without those awful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or to your watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affect your glucose. It makes it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's so easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zin 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical.